0: I'm having a, okay, I'm having anger management issues tonight, and I just wanted all of you people out there to know that you're in for a hell of a ride tonight. Yep, that was my first guess word, and there's probably more coming. <laughs> hide the children, honey, hide the children. Okay, really fast. Um, so what's coming up tonight? Kim Stark's going to be here, and we're maybe going to talk about the sale of a ski pass if we can, if the person comes on. Um, But if they don't, we'll just chat. Um, I've got um, uh, (laughs) BS Free MD. uh, They're going to tell you what's going They're putting on a new show tomorrow. It's about a ballot measure in Oregon, but I don't want to say it because then they poll me. Um, And Bill London's here with your news. We're going to go to Brian Miskimmons, and he's somewhere. um, But that's why I'm angry. But we're going to go to him first. But let me also get our sponsors in here. So our sponsors tonight, Chris Dental Family Dentistry where everybody matters. And it doesn't matter if you've had a vaccination or not, you will get service there. Now, they're also doing dentures now. So if you have any kind of issues with a tooth loss or several tooth that need to be pulled, he has a denturist on staff now, and they can do that for you right there. Um, Also, if you're at the, uh, you know, we're at the end of the year, if you've used your deductible, now's a great time. If you have a toothache or you have a filling that's loose or you know you have a crown you need to replace, now's the time to get in there. And they can get that done for you before the end of the year and get that so you can get it all paid for. So that's Dr. Michael Bratlin, Chris Daniel, Family Dentistry. Also tonight, Compton Family Wines. Um, They are, what is going on this week? Oh, in the tasting room, they're opening up a special 2019 Vintage Wines a bunch of them. And you can learn about the wine growing season in 2019 and come taste the wines from the vintage. And if you mentioned Rick Dancer, you will get your flight, the wine flight for free and $15 off your first two bottles or more. Um, and also I'm going to throw in at the end, um, we already, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center does a Christmas special every year. And Matt and I talked yesterday got a little video from him I'll put at the end and it'll tell you how you can get in there to have stocking stuffers. That's what you need. Okay. So let's get on with the show. <clears throat> so Mr. Dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling names now. I'm, I'm calling names.
1: It's, so, it's going downhill fast, buddy.
0: <laughs> so, I see, I see Brian. And I, I said, are you going to be on tonight? And he goes, yeah. And I forgot that he was not in Montana. And to do weather, because uh, Brian does our weather for us. And then and then Kim was on here. Kim Stark's coming up in a minute. She comes out. She goes, is that a beach behind you? And you're in Hawaii. Yep. How can you even do that in the middle of winter for all your Montanan friends? And in Oregon, Kim says, the rain and the fog is just shit right now. She didn't say that. I'm saying it. But she said, it's horrible right now.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny, Rick, is you know we didn't take a family vacation this year. And you know how big our family is. There's a lot of us. <laughs>
0: It's like the, it's like that, you're like the king family. Remember from a, whole, they had,
1: they, it was like a big singing family, you know, and, and there hundreds there's hundreds. Of- I'll tell you this, there's 33 of us here mm-hmm. right now at this resort, and there's still six missing. So, well, that's yeah. Mark
0: and Peggy, your father in law and mother in law, yeah. are pretty
1: extended family yeah and that actually doesn't even include the extended extended family but yeah and so i when last week after the show i said hey by the way i'm going to be traveling next week said i'm still happy to do it um you know what's weird is i actually had somebody message me and they said does it feel weird being in hawaii when you're coming up to christmas and i said it is kind of i won't lie it's kind of bizarre but uh we did catch the pearl harbor parade memorial parade yesterday oh wow that's cool So if you actually go over to my Brian Muskeman's weather page, I streamed part of it before my phone abruptly died, but um, streamed part of that and took some photos as well. So it was a really, really cool parade. And, you know, it's 81 years ago. Yesterday was Pearl Harbor. So it was kind of unique to be here on the island where it all happened.
0: So Brian, when you get done, you should put a link to your um, Facebook page in the comment section so people can go there. I will do that. And real quick, Kim, Abby is here. She's in the green room, just so you know. <laughs> Hi, Abby. We'll get to you in a second here. So Brian, tell us, um, I know that it's, I, I saw a map and I know that Oregon is getting doused with water <laughs> and then some of that's coming our way. So can you give me, we asked Brian to do a lot. We asked him to do Oregon to Washington to Idaho to Montana. So we don't just give you like the Oregon forecast. I mean, we're like big time stuff here.
1: Well, and it it was an interesting pattern, Rick, actually. So the Columbia River Gorge got hit by some snow earlier today. There's another strong system coming on shore as we go into our Friday and Saturday. That's going to increase the wind, increase the rain. And that's during that initial transition tomorrow into possibly as early as Saturday, we're going to see that rain transition to snow in the gorge as we continue to see some cold air pour out of the gorge. Eventually, we're going to see those warmer southerly winds kick in and we'll scour out the gorge. However, talking about lots of rain, for Western Oregon. Great news for the Cascades. Great news for the Cascades. That means snow for the Cascades. However, lots of rain, lots of gusty west and southwesterly winds coming in with that front as well. Now, as that front comes over the mountains and goes up towards those of us in Montana or those of you in Montana, as it stands right now, we're going to see that front kind of split up a little bit as we go into the weekend. So we'll see some bands of snow possible, but overall, not really as much of an effect in Montana as it's going to be in Oregon and Washington and even Northern California for that matter. The good news out of all this, Rick, is we're talking about a lot of fresh snow up in the mountains, rain in the valleys. We know we need the rain in the valleys, even though it, it's kind of talking about a broken record there, but uh, just a you know windy, rainy Friday into Saturday, transition into showers on Saturday and Sunday mountain snow, gorge snow. And then as we go into next week, possibly some more Arctic air intruding from the Northeast for Montana that may make it all the way into Oregon and Washington later in the week. So that's something we'll be watching. But right now, Rick, uh, just, uh, you know, another typical December day for Oregon, Washington heading our way and a little bit, uh, I'd say, overall relatively calm for Montana by comparison to what we could be seeing this time of the year.
0: So is that is that stuff that Kim and she's stirring up there in Oregon, is that going to come my way?
1: Well, see, what it's going to do is as it comes up over the mountains and comes into the Rockies, it's actually going to split up a little bit as it encounters a little bit of a different jet stream. So the jet stream, it'll, it'll basically, if I had a map behind me, it'll split a little bit as it comes into Montana. So that's why I'm not expecting as much of an effect from this storm in the Montana and Idaho region. Now, over the mountains, yes, we'll be talking about quite a bit of snow. But as far as if we're talking about... Where you live, where I live, not talking about as much snow, but uh, like I said, that's Oregon and Washington really getting the brunt of this storm, and then Idaho and Montana going to be clipped by waves of moisture as this clips through over the next several days. So, what's the weather in Hawaii? Uh, it's been windy all the whole time, but actually, it's yeah. perfect for me because I don't—I'm not a big fan of the heat—and uh, it's been about eighty-two. Uh, see if I can pan around here and see the, the palm trees breezing. It's been very windy. It's been very windy the past several days. So, uh, you know, and that's kind of what we expect here. Wind, windy, occasional showers. It was kind of funny last night at the parade. It was probably about 75, 78, and it started just sprinkling on us. And it felt actually kind of refreshing.
0: You know, um, Brian, I think we're having trouble with your signal. And, and I'm, I'm about ready to throw up because I'm so angry at you. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at Kim's face, and she's scowling over here. Like, you know, she has to sign up. Just just jump on the
1: next plane. Come join me on the beach. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. Hey, Brian, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Go say hi hi to the family. I will. Talk to you next week, Rick. See you, Kim. Yeah.
0: Doesn't that just get to you? God, Kim, can you – that- I saw
2: the sand behind him I'm like wait a sec what is happening right now I thought he, he was in Montana with
0: you Yeah I just thought it was like snow or something but I forgot he said he was going there doesn't it? Oh, that sounds so good but this snow is, is, is a good perfectly. time to be there
2: Okay yes I will say the only thing that saves me in this gross depressing weather is going to the mountain so I had to talk skiing today
0: well so this is really good for abby scott and all the crew so hi
2: abby how are you hi good how are you how are you guys (laughs) we're good we're whining about the weather
3: Uh, well it's gonna snow here so i'm not too mad
2: (laughs) i know okay kim i'm gonna let
0: you talk to abby and i'm gonna go back here and share
2: this (laughs) okay yeah you guys i rounded up abby because she's with nordic ski and i don't know if very many of you are familiar but we have a lot of viewers in Oregon Abbey and so I wanted to talk about this it's so exciting for Willamette Pass to now join with you guys and I want you to tell the viewers what that means and for me as a mom of course I'm super excited about the kids skiing 12 and under free the power pass so tell us kind of what happened how did you guys merge with Willamette Pass this year? Um,
3: well you know James Coleman the owner of MCP he is always eager to snatch up another mountain and he always loves okay. to go for the smaller mountains that he sees the growth in um, oh. So he, he saw a lot of Willamette Pass in the other resorts. So oh. like Nordic Valley, our elevation gains only 1700 and it's pretty mm. similar at Willamette. I think they're around yes. 600 elevation. Uh-huh. So it's steep train, and it's a fun time. So okay. yeah, I think he just wanted to add another to his collection.
2: <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that collection. So there's how many um, ski resorts are part of this power pass then?
3: There's eight ski resorts and one solely bike resort in Texas, um, but three of the other resorts offer free biking for the kids as well. Okay. So the Power Kids get to ski and bike free at all the resorts, so they have a nice. pretty good deal.
2: And you are in Utah, correct? Yes, I am in okay. Utah. Yeah. Yeah, you're in, in Utah. And is that like the main branch for Nordic Valley is in Utah?
3: Yeah, yeah, everyone works in Utah.
2: Everyone okay, on sites. So you guys have some of the best snow I know because I've skied there, and I'm a super big fan of the Utah snow. Um, we don't have that all the time here. In the past, sometimes it can be those wet years, but mm-hmm. it has been in the past couple of years. We've had some of that nice dry let us know that's super exciting and um hopefully this year we'll get some good stuff too um we just opened last weekend and then I saw the power pass pop up what can people do if they're interested in getting um are there any new like for because you know we've been skiing here for years we grew up down south tell us about the new um packages and what you could suggest for people that haven't maybe haven't been up there before um
3: well, I, we have a wide variety of season passes based on how much access you want, how many days you want to ski. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. believe it's the Power Pass Core is the best one at Willamette Pass as well. You get the most okay. access um, to, you You can try all the resorts at least once okay. and still ski the most at Willamette. I think the only blackout dates are the holidays. So who okay. wants who wants to be there during the busy holidays, anyways? So, it's pretty much as good as you can get for as the lowest price you can get. So, Power Pass Core all the way. I always suggest. Nice. It.
2: Yeah. Nice. Okay. And yeah, and then if you get that Power Pass Core, does that include the other locations?
3: Yeah, it's um, pretty much unlimited at Willamette, Nordic, Sipapu, and Hesperus, I believe. And then you okay. get you get at least get a day between the other resorts. So.
0: So yeah, Abby, this is so exciting. So Abby, one of our uh, viewers, Dave, came on and he said he's really ex- love seeing the new energy at Willamette Pass. Mm-hmm. The same family's owned it for a long time. That's great. But yeah. what are you guys doing? That are did you come in? Or are you just really like trying to spiff it up and make it like kind of come with the times? Is that kind of yeah? Your-
3: I think the whole um, motive behind the Power Pass is to give people. The freedom to ski—it's making it accessible to people again. Instead of a hundred fifty-dollar ticket, lift tickets as low as nine dollars at all our resorts, which is pretty crazy. Um People think for. Crazy. It's That's pretty crazy,
0: free. Yeah. Timberline—it's like hundred and fifty bucks to go ski in. Yeah. So it, if,
2: yeah,
3: if you buy at the right time, you always get a deal. And our season passes want you to travel around and try out the other smaller resorts and.
2: Yeah.
0: So this connects everybody then. So you can go, you can kind of become a yeah. an, yeah. like a, a ski loafer yeah. or something. I don't know.
2: So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad they can't drive when they're 12 because they can go for free. It's pretty yeah. it's pretty awesome, especially as a family who grew up here. And then we looked, Rick, you can go online on the calendar and you can look at certain dates and they'll have the prices on there. So like one day is $9, one day is 17 It's yes. a total steal.
3: Yeah. It's a real steal. And especially the kids 12 and under, we want to grow that. Age group well, again, like instead of parents not wanting to pay thousands of dollars for your kid per year. Is, yeah,
0: what I love right? about that too is you're smart because see that's what happened with our kids. They used to have a thing where you you could do the one, two, three pass or something and they yeah. learn to ski in three lessons and stuff. But now you guys, so what you're doing is you're building skiers from the young yep. age. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. kids are gonna be when they're forty, way up like mm-hmm. Kim's age, they're gonna be like as
2: no, old days. as
0: me. <laughs> Well, well and
2: also if they don't like it or they don't want to be there all day, you're not out, you're out nine, ten right. bucks or three right. yeah. for the kids. So yeah. it's like, it's a win-win. Okay. You don't like it. We'll go home after an hour. It's free. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Cause Kim's that mom, when she pays a hundred bucks, she goes, you ever, you, 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 lady, you get out there and you ski until four o'clock.
2: We're Am I like that? Do I make it? He's like, yes. That's, like, that's how I'm sorry, is.
0: Everett. I'm sorry you live with that. He's
2: very sorry that, that you have to do it.
0: Personal hell <laughs> he lives in.
2: <laughs> Abby's like, oh, great. So, so are you going to get to come check out Willamette? I mean, you're in Utah, but... You guys yeah, get to come I, check
3: out? they have a bit longer of a season than us. So yeah. I hope to get there in April. And I love that nice. general Some
2: stuff. spring skiing. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: So how do people find out? Just go to the Willamette Pass um, website? or
3: Yep, yep, just Willamette Pass Uh website and yeah snag your lift tickets or your season pass and get to skiing
2: <laughs> you guys should do it if you like to ski it's so close to eugene it's such a nice like perfect little day trip so yeah we're excited so thank you i had to round up abby and rick i was like i know what i want to do for a story today
0: <laughs> abby thanks for being with us we appreciate it
2: <laughs> of course thanks for having me
0: all right see you later that's <laughs> so great I, yeah, I, I know right how exciting this, is that when did they sell? Oh, I don't
2: know. Just recently because they just came out with all this news like a few weeks ago. And it's been everywhere. People are posting kids 12 and under free. And, you know, Hoodoo's done that with kids for a long time. But Willamette hadn't done that. And last year, Rick, they had they had like their busiest season they've had since the 1980s it was packed after COVID Willamette just blew up. So I'm excited. I really hope this is what they needed. I think,
0: well, I think, you know, and it's nothing against the wiper family. They did great things with that Mm -hmm. Had it for years, but I think sometimes when somebody fresh comes in like that, it's, it can be good for things. You know what I mean? Just to Mm -hmm. have an outlook. So you You have a good, what you doing this weekend?
2: (sighs) I know. Well, we would be going skiing, but we can't. Sorry. I've got to work. Okay. So I'll get some video I'm doing our my Lego robotics competition is on Saturday out at Thurston. So we'll do, we'll do that uh, Lego stuff and I'll get you some video. And then we have um, her volleyball, her last volleyball game on Sunday and a birthday party. So we're out of skiing this weekend. We're going next weekend.
0: All right. All right. Look forward to that video. See you later. You enjoy
2: that snow and that sun.
0: Okay. See you later. All right. So um, one of our sponsors, um, they do uh, a podcast, BS Free MD, all kinds of topics, all kinds of stuff. Um, and May and Tim are joining me via Recorded. Uh, to tell you kind of what's coming up, what just dropped. They just dropped it today online. Clear what's coming up this week. Yes. And it's a follow-up to what was on your show last week when we got to do the Rick Dancer takeover with us and Alan Fair talking about measure. I want to get the r- measure right.
4: One-eleven. Correct. One-one-one.
0: That and what it means for Oregonians, what it means for healthcare workers, what it means for your pocketbooks. Uh, basically
1: and the answer is we have no idea but we have very strong opinions <laughs> at least i do basically no uh, idea strong opinion <laughs> that's well and said we got some excellent well you know
0: what alan said let the courts decide is yeah. um, basically voting for health care as a right for oregonian citizens and what does that mean
1: basically. exactly we dive deep um some people watched rick's episode last week you you we, we go a little deeper with our episode on any podcast platform or Rumble. See you there.
0: All right. And they're going to be talking with Alan Thayer, a Eugene attorney who's very versed on Measure 111. And uh, they do go deeper than what we did with uh, Tim and May. And so tune in. It's, on, it's already on there. So go to Spotify and look up BS, like bullshit, BS Free MD, um, and they'll uh, show you what they got. Um, now, Bill London joins us with
4: uh, a wrap up of the big stories in the news, uh, mostly in Oregon. Here we go from the News Radio, eleven twenty a.m. and ninety three point seven FM, KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, and I'm just too damn chipper. All right, here's a look at some of the stories we're following. Well, after attacks on two power substations in North Carolina, where the two facilities were damaged by gunfire, it's now being reported there have been similar attacks that we haven't heard about in the Northwest. According to a federal memo, power companies in Oregon and Washington have reported physical attacks on substations using hand tools, arson, firearms, and metal chains, possibly, the memo says, in response to an online call for attacks on critical infrastructure. The aim, according to the memo, is violent anti-government criminal activity. Both PGE and Pacific Power confirmed that they were aware of the issues, and while it's unknown where these attacks occurred, PGE actually confirmed that in late November, a substation near Clackamas was attacked but they didn't say how Oregon governor elect Tina Kotek was able to overcome the argument that she would not be governor Kate Brown 2.0 and Tuesday, she pretty much indicated she will be Kotek announced that Andrea Cooper will be joining her administration as her incoming chief of staff and identified other members of her team. Cooper most recently worked as, Oh, Deputy Chief of Staff to Governor Kate Brown. Cooper also served on the boards of Emerge Oregon, a statewide group dedicated to empowering Democratic women to run for office, and Alliance for Youth, an organization working to strengthen local youth organizing and power for Democrats. No partisanship there. Well, citing life and death stakes in the case, Oregon Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum filed a petition urging the state Supreme Court to order a Harney County judge to throw out his temporary restraining order that blocked gun control measure 114 from taking effect. The attorney general on behalf of the governor and the state's police superintendent argued that Harney County Circuit Judge Robert Rascio exceeded his authority And that the state Supreme Court's immediate intervention is the only way to, in her words, correct the error. An immediate stay is needed to stop the threat to public safety that the temporary restraining order created and to prevent public confusion about the legal status of large capacity magazines in Oregon, according to Assistant Attorney General Robert Koch. Now, on Tuesday morning, Rossio granted a temporary restraining order against all provisions of the gun control measure, which was set to take effect, well, today, Thursday. His order came from a case brought by Gun Owners of America, its legal defense fund, and a pair of Harney County gun owners who argued the measure violated the state's constitution. His order was binding and separate from a federal judge's decision three hours earlier that allowed the measure's regulations to take effect as planned, with only a 30-day delay in the requirement to obtain a permit to buy a gun. The attorney general's petition asked the state Supreme Court to issue what's called a peremptory writ of mandamus, directing the Harney County Circuit Court to vacate the restraining order. If not that, The state Supreme Court should put an immediate hold on the restraining order and direct the Harney County judge to either throw out the order or show why there's cause not to do so, the attorney general argued. Gun rights advocates who brought the suit in Harney County continue or can continue to bear arms and defend themselves inside and outside of the home while a court decides the merit of their claims even once Measure 114 takes effect that, according to the attorney general's writings, Roccio, ruling from the bench that he was persuaded that magazines are protected by the Oregon constitution and firearms containing fixed magazines that can hold 10 bullets or more are in common use in Oregon. He gave greater weight to individual liberties over the state's interest in the measure in granting the temporary restraining order. Well, Oregon State Police Superintendent Terry Davey described a lot of push and pull going back and forth with local sheriffs and police chiefs to determine who's responsible for what different parts of Measure 114's gun regulations. The Oregon State Police Superintendent told lawmakers the state police will seek public input For more permanent rulemaking to support the measure, Davy appeared before an Interim State Senate Judiciary Committee to update the legislature on the status of her agency's effort to comply with Measure 114's regulations though a permitting process is not operational state police will and or unveiled a new website today for the permit to purchase program with a copy of a formal permit application that can be downloaded of course the required training to obtain a permit isn't even available yet in the state And if a permitting process is allowed to proceed, an applicant would need to provide fingerprints to a local police or county sheriff's office, complete a law enforcement approved firearm safety course, and undergo a background check. The firearm safety course requires an in-person demonstration that the applicant has the knowledge of how to load, unload, and fire a weapon. That training is yet to be developed and law enforcement needs to certify who is going to provide the training. They don't even know that. The Sheriff's Association meanwhile has worked to update the online portion of the state training for obtaining a concealed handgun license to include the training subjects that measure 114 demands. The State Police Superintendent also outlined the process that is planned for applying for a permit. So an applicant would submit an application to the county sheriff's office or their local municipal police department, have their fingerprints taken, get a packet of information including a paper fingerprint card, and it would be sent by U.S. mail or carried by courier or local law enforcement the state police. The state police would then submit an applicant's fingerprint card to the FBI for a background check. When the check is done and comes back to the state police, the state police would then contact the local sheriff's office or a municipal police agency to report the outcome of the background check. It would then be up to the local law enforcement agency to decide whether the applicant met the requirements for a permit. The state police under the measure is expected to maintain a database of all who've applied for permits, and if they were accepted or rejected. That database, by the way, doesn't exist yet. Senator Kim Thatcher, Republican from Kaiser, asked if people's names and other personal identifying information would be included in the database and subject to public release. Davy said, I don't know yet. Well, that should make you feel good. Thatcher said she wants to protect the names of gun permit holders from public release. Now, of course, one thing that wasn't mentioned is, so what if for whatever reason you're turned down for this permit, what's the appeals process? Nobody knows. Well, voters may get a chance to decide whether an independent commission should redraw the state's legislative and congressional districts after a proposed ballot measure cleared a significant hurdle. People not politicians. A group seeking to end legislative control of gerrymandering, pardon me, redistricting, announced that a deadline for legal challenges to the proposed initiative passed last week, clearing the way for supporters to start collecting roughly 150,000 signatures needed to put a measure before voters on the ballot in 2024. The group's now deciding whether the measures should apply only to legislative districts or both legislative and congressional districts. Now, if a measure were approved by voters in 2024, that would trigger an automatic new round of redistricting ahead of the 2026 election. According to Group Chair Norm Turrell, we're greatly surprised that nobody filed the challenge because we thought our opponents would try to delay us whether their points about the ballot title were valid or not. He said he expects labor unions and legislative leadership to step up their opposition if the measure does qualify for the 2024 ballot. He said their group would likely decide which version of the initiative to pursue by mid this month. Now, that will come after the U.S. Supreme Court hears their arguments in Moore v. Harper. That case could give state legislatures sole authority over the handling of federal elections, including congressional redistricting. The Supreme Court previously affirmed that independent redistricting commissions could draw congressional maps in a 2015 case over Arizona's commission. State and federal laws impose other requirements including that map drawers keep districts contiguous following existing geographic or political boundaries like rivers, county lines, and avoiding drawing maps that minimize the electoral power of racial or ethnic minorities or benefit incumbents or political parties, like here in Oregon. During the last redistricting, Turrell says, For the congressional districts in the most recent map, they crossed the Cascade Mountains three times. He says, that's probably the biggest geographic barrier in the state. He's got a point. Well, according to the US Bureau of Labor and Statistics, 55,000 fewer registered nurses were working in 2021 compared to 2020. And it has to do with a number of findings. The biggest reason? Violence against healthcare workers on the job. Now, another nationwide survey, a survey by the American Federation of Teachers Healthcare Division asked nurses what else may be contributing to the staffing crisis. And here's what they found out. 61% of nurses said the pandemic negatively impacted their mental health. And another 15% said they've had recent thoughts of suicide. And with fewer nurses, the ones who are actually on the job felt like their workload is that much heavier. In Oregon specifically, 50% of nurses said they're caring for too many patients on most of their shifts. About 99% said their units are sometime or never appropriately staffed. Kevin Mealy, spokesperson for the Oregon Nurses Association, says, we've been dealing with the public health crisis and it's only gonna get worse over the next few months and years if we let it fester. He says, it's hard to be a healthcare worker right now, more so than it has been in the past. Their union is gonna be presenting new legislation in Salem in January, that would bring different staffing practices for hospitals and medical care settings, like mandated meal times and longer breaks between work shifts. All right, this look at the news brought to you by Chris Dental and Dr. Michael Bratland, the dentist. All right, Rick,
0: get real. All right, Bill, thank you. And Bill will be back next Thursday. Every Thursday, he gives you news like that. Stuff you don't hear on the regular um, legacy media. Um, I love the story about uh, um new staff. I'm not going to be Kate Brown t- uh, 2.0, and you hire her staff to do your thing, and all pro-pro-democrats. That's what Oregon really needs, a lot more Um of one-sidedness but it's going to change for a little bit because uh you guys do have you got rid of the supermajority, so now uh, they can't pass any budget measures without um, having uh republicans on their side as well so that's going to be good um i i have to tell you though you sit here in montana after being gone from oregon since january and there know some of you think i'm bashing oregon but these are facts you it's it's so different um you sit and listen to that and you go, and I feel bad for my friends that still, you know, have to put up with that. But the, the, the whole attitude of government is so different. Um, and it's so refreshing to be away from that. Um, I miss you. I miss uh, things about Oregon, but I do not miss the news or the politics because it's just screwed up. <laughs> I mean, majorly screwed up. Um, so anyway, Monday, we will, we're taking the weekend off, obviously. Um, and Monday, um, what do I have? Oh, I'm trying to get, you know, the decision by the, um, um, well, Biden got forced into uh, this, removing the vaccination status for military personnel. I met a guy at a bar in Darby. He's a former soldier and he, he left the service. He just, he just walked away uh, because he wasn't going to get a vaccine. And so I'm trying to get him to talk to me on Monday about that. If not, it'll just be kind of our Rick Rick Rance thing um, that you guys seem to really like. So we'll have that on Monday and Tuesday. um, Bill London is going to join me and we're going to do a whole show with just Bill and me talking about news and things that are going on. Then on Wednesday, Got a guy who makes marbles and he does this really cool um, marble hunt where you and treasure hunt, and it's up in your area in Oregon. And so we'll talk with him. He sent me some video and he'll talk about how he does that. And then on Thursday, a super great interview with a guy here in in Townsend, Montana. You guys met him a couple of weeks ago. His name's Dancer. And so he and I have become friends because I'm Dancer and he's Dancer, but his is a nickname, but everybody calls him that. Um, but he's a former cowboy and went on this great ride um, in 95, a cattle drive, and he has some very strong words of wisdom, and we talk about his life and who he is, so those of you who just really like those stories on human beings and people, uh, that will be next Thursday. Um, He'll take the whole show. Um, It's all taped up and everything, so he's going to do the whole show. So share this on your page so other people see it. I got one more thing for you. Matt McCarl notified me yesterday that he has their annual Christmas special coming up. So let me give him a minute to tell you about that. Hold on just
1: a sec. Hello, everyone. Matt McCarl with New Leaf Hyperbrakes and Wellness. And I'm on here today with Rick just to let you know that it is Christmas time, if you haven't noticed. And at Christmas, we like to do a special gift for everyone. You can do stocking stuffers. You can get gift certificates for somebody that hasn't been here before at a great discounted rate on your initial three pack as well as we're doing a special rate for returning clients. So, so
0: we have more to the ad and it's going to be airing around on the, on social media. So that's what it is. You can get these. If you're a client that's been there for a long time, he has specials for you and they have a three pack. Uh, that you can put together and stuff it into someone's stocking to give them a chance to try out either the light therapy, the hyperbarics or the massage or do them all. Uh, But he's doing that for the month. Okay. So we'll be back next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your time. And uh, we'll see you on Monday. I'll talk to you later. Good night.